Start your business for the freedom of time. Now you're tired of the hustle and grind. There's gotta be a better way. It's time to listen to Chill and Prosper. Welcome to Chill and Prosper. You're ready to chill and prosper with Denise Duffield Thomas. Hey, gorgeous. So today we are talking about finding your community, finding your cheerleaders in business, finding your mastermind and making sure that you are surrounded by entrepreneurial friends who have your back. Now, why is this an important topic? Well, first of all, if you are someone who is the only entrepreneur in your family, you know how this feels to be really lonely, to feel like nobody understands you and even just like nobody really gets why you want to go to conferences or read books or why you're investing so much in your business. Now, I totally, totally get this. Like I grew up in a small town, uh, Central Coast in New South Wales, and like all my friends that like I love my friends I still see them and some of them are actually entrepreneurial but at the time especially when I was a kid and then when I was in my early 20s they didn't really understand why I was reading books about personal development writing my goals down in journals spending money to go to conferences especially when it seemed like I actually wasn't making very much money at the start uh, and it took me a while to find my thing. So a lot of my friends saw me go from business idea to business idea and understandably they were quite skeptical I guess about about some of them, especially since some of my early businesses were probably a bit either slightly dodgy or they just they just didn't get it. So um those early days especially in my 20s when I was starting my business, I would go to these conferences and I'd be the only woman in the room and I would often be the youngest and I'd see these guys up on stage or I would look at some of the people in the audience and think, oh, maybe I'm just not meant to be in business if this is what it's all about. And I joined this group when I was living in London and it was a group that was kind of um, Tony Robbins groupies. And they were all people who'd been to Tony Robbins seminars and they were you know, just forming kind of groups. What I noticed was that it, all the men which were trying to look like Tony Robbins and it was the era of Tony Robbins where he was wearing like a black turtleneck shirt and he had a goatee. I don't, I don't follow him much anymore so I don't know what he's wearing now but you'd, you'd go to these events and there would be like a ginger guy wearing a goatee and a black turtleneck, a tall guy, like an old guy and they were all wearing the same thing and I'd go there and just go, oh my God, I'm just not meant to be in business if this is what it's about. And then something happened that, that completely changed my life. I went to a, a women's event in Vegas and this was, um, Ali Brown was running it. And it was the first time that I'd been to a, one, a conference that was mostly women, mo- well, all women speakers and um, run by a millionaire woman where everyone pretty much in the audience was a woman. And this is so common now, so, so common now. But at the time, it was really revolutionary. And Allie Brown is very glamorous. She's, you know, really beautiful. And I just looked at her like she was a fairy princess. I was just like, oh, my God. And I was, you know, she had a beautiful pedicure and, like, beautiful high shoes and just perfect hair and makeup. And I was just like, 
oh my God, is this really possible? Women are allowed to be rich too. Um, so this was 2009, you know, and you might think, what? There's so many places and conferences now you can go to. And I totally agree with you. But at the time, it was a bit revolutionary. Now, you might not have the ability to go to conferences right now. You might not have a ton of money to invest, but there are still ways that you can experience that for yourself. What that gave me was, oh my God, maybe I could do it as well. And this is the cool thing about the world that we live in now is that we can curate our experience to see what we want in the world and to start to change our mindset about what's possible for ourselves. So this starts with our social media feeds. So maybe at the moment you get on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever, and you know all the other things, Clubhouse, TikTok, and you see things that make you feel like that, make you feel like an outsider. And the cool thing is that algorithms will help you once you start to change and, and deliberate, deliberately curate your own feed. So if you want to see more queer millionaires, for example, it might take you a while to like seek those examples out, but you can follow hashtags to see more of that in your feed. If you want to see more black millionaires, black female millionaires, if you want to see uh, millionaires with disabilities, there are ways that you can seek out. And yes, there might it might be quite difficult at the start to find that exact thing that you want to see. But the more you search for it and also the more you share your experiences, the more you'll see it in your feeds. And this is super important to start to believe it's possible for yourself. And everyone can do that starting now. You can look at your Pinterest, for example, start boards, um, follow hashtags. You can do all of that and then the algorithm will start to work for you to make that possible for yourself. Okay, let's talk about the people that you are surrounded by though. Now... Often people will ask me, you know, how do I find a mastermind or how do I, um, how do I create one? There's not many secrets around this, okay? But let's say, for example, you don't have a ton of money to invest in things like that right now. One cool thing that I've seen is for people to showcase um, those people that they want to be friends with. And this is why it's so cool now that you can start your own podcast, you can just start your own podcast and you can interview those people. Uh, you can write a book and interview those people. Now, of course, you have to be respectful of their time and you have to make sure that you actually follow through and make sure you market those podcasts and things like that. But you can have your own. Now, I was actually, I'm in a podcast studio at the moment, which is cool. And just before we started it, I was saying to my engineer guy, I was like, oh, I've been watching this um, this show about, morning TV and they have to get up at 3.30 in the morning. And I'm like, oh God, I just never would have gone into TV or radio if I had to get up at 3.30 in the morning. But I was like, but I can start my own. I can start my own podcast. And you can pretty much start that now with your phone and the headset that you get from Apple. You can just start that with a computer and like a, a cheap headset. Now you might not at the start be able to interview people who are like, you know, superstars in your industry, but it's a really great way that you could make mastermind buddies where you can make friends that you can connect with. So that's one thing that you can do if you, you don't have the budget yet to buy into a mastermind. Another thing that you can do, um, and this is what I did in the early days, I was so active 
in free business groups, giving, giving, giving. And actually to the point that one time I was at a conference and I was like, oh, hi, my name is Denise Sophia Thomas. And the speaker was like, oh, you're the girl who's always on Facebook. And I went, ah, ah, that's me because I was just always there. I was always there in groups, giving advice, um, giving tips. Or, and if I didn't have something to say, giving cheerleading advice. And I still do that to this day. I still am um, in groups that I've you know been in for years. And sometimes I'll just be like, hey, that's great. Well done. And I'm just a cheerleader for, for people. And that can really develop those organic friendships that, um, that are so valuable to you in business. You know, reach out to people with no agenda just to to help them. Give resources. Be the go-to girl um, for people. And then afterwards, you know, you can curate that a little bit. Like at the start, I was just like, let me Google anything for anyone. And now sometimes I'll let things pass and go, wow, growth. I don't have to be everything to everyone. Oh, I can let somebody else take care of that. Oh, yeah. And that feels like growth as well. Okay, so this is all super important. You need to have people who are like, have your back. You need to have business besties. You need to have someone that you can call on to say, hey, I'm experiencing this low moment or I feel like I've got imposter syndrome. Um, And those are the ways already that you can kind of start to curate that. Now, after the break, I'm going to tell you about um, like some other kind of, I guess, more advanced ways that you can get into cooler I don't know more exclusive groups I don't know Um, but if that's something that you feel like you see people and you go oh my god how do I get into the cool kids club trust me there's some smoke and mirrors around it and I'm going to reveal all after the break hi I'm Teddy Hicks a coach and intuitive eating counselor and I live in Maryland I run the food and body love membership where ambitious women learn to stop battling food and live their best lives in the bodies they have right now I joined boot camp in 2017, and to be honest, I didn't know much about Denise before I joined. I was just drawn to the program because I knew I needed to work on my money mindset and I loved Denise's energy. Boot camp helped me discover all the deep money blocks I had that were preventing me from gaining any traction in my business or feeling like I deserved to be happy. Since joining, I've completely transformed the way I think about myself and my value as a coach. I know I can build a business in a way that works for me. And I have big, inspiring goals that I know I can reach. Now I know I can have absolutely anything I want. The best thing about boot camp is having tangible tools that help you shift your money mindset, like decluttering, tapping, and forgiving, that you can use again and again as you move to new levels of wealth and success. I highly recommend boot camp to anyone who wants to break through their money blocks and be successful. No matter what your current income level or experience in business, the supportive bootcamp community will elevate you to achieve absolutely anything you want. I am so grateful to Denise and all the lucky bees who inspire me every day. Okay, cool. So sometimes people look at me and they go, oh, it's all right for you, Denise. You're in the cool kids club. You're in the inner circle. Uh, And I'm here to tell you that there is no inner circle of anything. Um, It's usually totally made up. And sometimes it comes from, honestly, it comes from people who have still things that they haven't worked through around high school and being excluded. Because even when you see people and you think everyone knows each other, chances are that they don't, but they have deliberately put themselves into... 
I don't know, rooms where discussions are made. <laughs> I sound like I'm being really cryptic. Okay, let me just say say it how it is. So a couple of years ago, I went to Richard Branson's private island called Necker Island in the Caribbean, in British Virgin Islands. Sorry. And it is such a cool place. It's an island that billionaires have gone to. It's an island that like the Obamas have hung out, Princess Diana's hung out there, and it's Richard's personal private island. Now, often when things like that happen and there's like people Instagramming it and stuff like that, it can bring up a lot of FOMO for people about, you know, how come I'm not invited to things like this? And let me break down uh, how that happened. So my friend Natalie McNeil, she's known for her business she takes on the world and she's a podcaster. She's an Emmy award-winning producer and she's just an all-round amazing, amazing woman. So anyway, she was invited to go on an entrepreneurial trip to Necker Island and it was mostly dudes, dudes there. And she was like, hey, I would love to come back and you know, bring women here. So instead of waiting to be invited, she was just like, hey, maybe this you could just make this happen. And so for a lot of these experiences, it seems like it's a really exclusive invite only thing, but it's actually a buyable experience. Anybody within reason, anybody can buy a week on Necker Island. It's a buyable experience. And so she went to Virgin and she was like, how much does it cost? And let me tell you, it is multiple like almost a million dollars. <laughs> it's always a million dollars to rent Necker Island for a week. And you might just go, oh my God, that's outrageous. Um, and then she was like, well, I just need to find enough people to share this cost with me and we can we can go together and experience this together. And so she did. She found a, a whole bunch of people who wanted to go and have this experience. Now for me, I was like, yeah, this is a like an expensive experience, but it's something that I want to experience for myself. And Here's the thing though, it wasn't like we all sat down at the at like Necker Island and was like, okay, let's talk about secret, you know, million dollar strategies. It was such a weird like or like organic experience where it would be like, hey, does anyone want to go and jump on the trampoline in the middle of the ocean? And so we'd like swim out. Just took my thongs off, classy. Um, we just like, oh my god, sorry, I have to clarify that. Thongs in Australia means flip flops. I didn't just take off my underwear. I just literally just took off my flip-flops. Anyway, um, we'd be there and it would be like, hey, does anyone want to swim out to this trampoline in the ocean? And we'd swim out there and then it would be like, hey, um, what what email system is everyone using these days? And someone would be like, oh, I'm on Infusionsoft. Oh, I'm on Kajabi. And those discussions just happened really organically. And yes, it was an incredible, abundant experience, but it was a buyable experience. I didn't have to be in the cool, clubs, cool kids club. I wasn't excluded from it. I just literally bought it. Okay. And so sometimes, yeah, it's who you know, but I would say there are things in your life right now that you're waiting to be invited to. You're waiting to be invited to the fancy hotel. You're waiting to be invited to a mastermind. And the truth is that a lot of those, when you really break it down, they're buyable experiences. You can find that mentor that you want to work with and you can probably buy a VIP day from her. You can buy her course where she has her community. You can probably, you know, go to an event that she's doing. It's nobody's excluding you from those things. You can literally just buy into them. Um, And yes, I know that sometimes it feels that way and sometimes there is, you know, I'm sure there are some snobby people, but 
it really isn't like that as much as you think. Now, the other example that I learned from this, my friend Laura Roda, who um, she's an amazing entrepreneur. She founded B-School with Marie Folio. Um, she has a, a scheduling app called Get Edgar. Edgar. I always get the G and the G mixed up and I can't say it. Um, and, and she's created um, Paperbell and a few other um, software systems as well. But she's just a really pragmatic person. And she really taught me this because I remember she won this award and it was like um, the White House 30 entrepreneurs under 30. And I remember just feeling so jealous and I was just like, Laura, like you get these amazing things. Like I was just like, <laughs> it's not fair. And she goes, um, I just applied for that. And I was like, oh, what do you mean? She goes, Denise, <laughs> Barack Obama is not sitting there Googling who are the best entrepreneurs in America under 30. Like I put myself forward for this experience and the pool is never as big as you think. And it just blew my mind. Um, and then I looked into some other things and often like you can buy an award really if you want to, like you can just apply for it. You know, it's just... Even some people who start award ceremonies, they've just created it and they've just made up an award. Like it's just, it really is smoke and mirrors a lot of the time. But what does it bring up for you? Does it bring up again that there is this cool kids club that I'm excluded from, that I'm never chosen, that I have to wait and someone will select me? Really, you can self-select. As I said, you can find those mentors that you want to work with and, you know, you don't always have to beg for free time from people um, you can usually purchase, I know it sounds very transactional, but like same with me, you know, you might think, oh, I want to be friends with Denise. It's like, well, like come to one of my retreats, you know, join Money Bootcamp and, you know, be in my, be in my community. Uh, it's a buyable experience. Like literally it costs you $2,000. Come and join my Money Bootcamp and you have a bit more access to me than then you don't. So anyway, so this whole episode really is just about demystifying that, but you really have to go out and seek other people. You want to be able to uh, reduce your six degrees of separation away from you and your, your goals. And if you are in communities, if you're in friendship groups with people who are doing what you want to do, you feel like it's possible for yourself. You know, and and there, technology makes it possible now. Okay, there is there's no excuse. You 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 could live in the smallest, most rem remote town as long as you've got internet. Online friendships are real friendships. Okay, so take a really good look at who you're following on social media, the groups that you are in, the free and the paid groups that you are graduating yourself. You know, making sure that you're not in groups where you're take, being taken advantage of, that you're just giving, but you're not stretching, S making sure that you're kind of in the middle of the fishes, you're not a big fish and you're not, you don't have any more to learn and that you are stretching yourself to that next level. The other thing to look at is what Bible experiences you want to put on your dream board, on your goal list for this next year. Is it a place that you want to go to, a conference, a meetup? Um, is it a VIP day with somebody that you would admire and aspire to, to um, work with? Or you can create those things yourself. You can create them. And I remember Ali Brown talking about this, actually. She, she would go to these conferences and she went, you know what, I'm going to start my own networking events. So she would hire a suite and she would get people 
to um, like pay an entry fee and come to this party at these conferences. You should get some catering in. And that's just a really creative way of putting yourself in those rooms by creating them sometimes. So I would love to hear what this episode has brought up for you, what ideas it sparked for you, whether you agree with you or disagree with me. My social handle across the whole interwebs is at Denise DT. You can always send me a DM. I love hearing from people uh, and just, yeah, I want to hear what's come up for you around this and what ideas you might have for, for the rest of us as well. So remember, there's no room that you cannot be in and you belong and it's uh Yeah, it's your time. You don't have to wait for anyone else to give that permission to you. All right, I'll be right back after the break with some final thoughts. Hi, I'm Kieran Grover and I'm the business owner of Healthy Homeopathy and we're based in London. I'm a natural healthcare expert. I love art and culture and I'm also a mama to two kids, two beautiful daughters, um, a cat and soon to be a puppy as well. The um, uh, Denise, I think is fantastic. The book that I've read is Get Rich Lucky Bitch and it sits on my desk and I look at it nearly every day. Um, I particularly like the idea around money blocks. Um, I think my main block was um, about actually getting paid and getting paid what I really needed to get paid to have a good lifestyle um, and to be able to look after my kids and myself well. I think it probably stems back from my parents' attitude to money. My parents are very successful, but it was very much driven by my dad and his own business. He was an entrepreneur too. And also I think a little bit to do with culture too. I'm um, of Indian background and sometimes I think women have to play um, second fiddle to men when it comes to taking money. Anyhow, magic thing, every time I read Get Rich Lucky Bitch, I seem to get a new client instantly. I love its coaching. I love its focus. I love that it's practical. It's helped me in every way. Thank you so much, Denise. Hey, gorgeous. Welcome back. Thank you for joining me today and spending this time with me. And here's my final thought for today is there are so many opportunities for you to practice abundance and practice receiving abundance. And I want to share one with you that was just such a fun little cool thing for me. And I still do it today. So when I fill up my car with petrol, with gas, whenever I see the petrol numbers go, I used to remember as a kid, my it was a real stress for my mom and like she could, you know, had to watch it and be like, I can only afford to put in $5. And back in the day where you had to like pump it exactly, you couldn't just press like the exact amount that you wanted to. And so I remember that stress of that for my mom. And I realized that every time I went to the gas station, the petrol station, we call it in Australia, or the petty, petty station, I would feel that same stress of lack and not having enough. And so I decided that I would turn that into a positive anchor. So now when I fill up my car and I see the numbers go, I imagine that that's how much money is coming into my bank account. And so I'm like, this is this is my bank account. This is my bank account. This is my bank account. And it feels so good. It feels good just to see those numbers go up, up and up and up and up and up and up. And so that could be, for me, I could be like, well, someone just bought an ebook from me. Someone just bought my book on Kindle. Someone just bought my money boot camp. I don't know what's happening behind the scenes, but I do know that my bank account is filling up each and every day. And so each time you can practice those feelings, practice the feeling of abundance, especially if you catch yourself having the opposite. If you have old things that remind you of a feeling of lack or of poverty or of bad experiences from your childhood, if you can switch it around and make it a positive. So now every time I even pass a gas station, 
I'll think of that and think money in the bank. My bank account's rising so rapidly. It's so exciting. And I practice that little anticipation feeling in my stomach. Now, I did this in my very first couple of years of business when I really wasn't making any money and I still do it today. And it's super fun. I want you to try it. Um, and if you don't have a car and you don't you know, ever go to a petrol station, but just see where else you can find those moments to go, ah, my money is just coming at me so quickly and it feels so cool. And um, I would love to hear from you if uh, once you've tried it, tell me how it feels or send me a selfie from a gas station. Oh, you're probably not allowed to do that. But anyway, I want to hear about how that's landed for you because it was a super fun one for me. All right, gorgeous, go forth throughout your day, chill and prosper. Peace out from me and I will see you on the next episode. Bye. Thanks for listening to Chill and Prosper. Tell your friends to chill and prosper. Review and subscribe. We hope you had a very good time.